Welcome to the God-Centered Recovery Podcast brought to you by Narrowgate Ministries. This podcast is dedicated to giving you a God-centered approach to recovery and to life. Follow along. Let's get started. All right, man. I'm super excited to talk about affirmations uh, this lesson. This is going to be week one uh, inside of affirmations. Now, I find uh, the topic around affirmations to be super, super important and highly beneficial for our lives. Um, But inside of that uh, conversation and topic also, there's a lot of detrimental things uh, that we are going to uncover. So, I'm only going to deliver to you things that I have personally worked in my life and that I think that are wonderful and excellent and that I actually utilize. And this is one of them. And uh, it is really up there on the list of priorities and importance to really get our mindset right uh, inside of uh, discipleship and inside of recovery. So affirmations. Job 22, 28 says this. This is a powerful, powerful scripture. And we're going to seek to understand this. It says, you will also decree a thing and it will be established for you. And light will shine on your ways. What I want to uh, notice first is the progression that plays out inside of the scripture. First, it's decreeing the thing. Then it's being established for you. And then it's the light uh, revelation illumination shining on your ways. And this this progress all starts with decreeing the thing or, or practicing a affirmation. So what does it mean to decree? It means to speak authoritatively at a situation It means to order something or command something to happen. It means to speak so as to influence uh, ourselves or somebody else. Uh, When we give an affirmation to somebody else, we're doing the same thing. We're seeking to affirm them and to influence them inside of a positive direction. Uh, To have or to exercise authority and to officially require something. So this is what it means when we when we're talking about decreeing a thing, we're talking about standing up and we're speaking authoritatively and begin to speak so as to influence inside of a positive direction. So when this happens as affirmations to ourselves, this is exactly what we're trying to accomplish. We're trying to speak authoritatively over our situation. We're trying to uh, command ourselves or, or get our line uh, mind in alignment with God. And we're speaking so to influence our own selves uh, with positivity to uh, walk in the right direction. And what we're ultimately doing is rising up in our authority and we're saying, you know what, Uh, I'm standing up for this. I'm going to stand in my authority and I'm going to say that I officially require this to begin to take place inside of my life. And this is why it's so important to really affirm the truth. Because once we begin to uh, affirm the truth, we begin to wrap our minds around officially requiring the truth to begin to operate inside of our hearts. And that's where alignment with the truth comes in. Now we believe it. Uh, We see it within uh, our mindset and our hearts and we speak it and it actually becomes uh, uh, formates and becomes a reality. We're going to go in deeper to that, of course. So it will be established to you. So decree a thing and it will be established. And this actually means to bring about. Now, we don't really understand how uh, much the creation process that God operated in, how he uh, spoke 
the worlds into existence. That he had a creative idea, if you will, or a thought, and he began to visualize that thought and he began to speak it out and it actually formed and came about. So this is the process that, that I'm talking to you about in affirmations, that when we begin to decree the truth, stand upon the truth, begin to authoritatively speak the truth, it begins to establish something inside of our own hearts and minds first. And then it begins to establish us more in the reality of, of what it's trying to accomplish. So bring to completion, to succeed in reaching, Wow, that is a powerful reality that we decree a thing and then it shall, we shall succeed in reaching it. Uh, uh, number four is accomplish what you say. Decree a thing and you shall accomplish what you say. Uh, decree a thing and your life will rise up to this. Decree a thing and it'll make it uh, uh, firm and stable inside of your life. This is a powerful one. Decree a thing and you will introduce it into your life and you will cause it to grow and multiply. Uh, decree a thing and you shall bring it into existence. Now, I think it's a really, really important in this conversation to begin to uh, understand what we are actually affirming, right? Um, because it's really important because if you start affirming the the wrong things or start affirming like a, a genie and just like you know I uh, visualize a truck I see a truck I I affirm the truck or whatever and think that it's going to bring it into existence this is where we get into um, really crazy thinking but if we begin to believe the truth this is what we're talking about the truth inside of our hearts and we begin to decree it, and that is that we authoritatively stand on it and speak it, that there's something about that uh, process that begins to introduce that inside of our lives and begin to cause it to grow and to multiply. And it starts with this process. So the act of affirming is confirming things that are true, right? We can't go around uh, confirming things that are false, uh, confirming things that are or whatever uh, and think that they're going to be established and they're going to come into existence. Now, this is a, a new age worldly thinking that we can uh, somehow speak whatever we want into existence. And that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is seeing and believing the truth and beginning to affirm the truth inside of your heart inside of your lives so you can begin to be firm and established inside of that truth so you can begin to see the manifestation of it and what that is is it's affirming the truth about you about who you are who god says you are it is the affirming the truth about god about who God is and who he is inside of your life. So it's actually affirming truth and it's decreeing and seeing it and believing the truth. And that is that we sit first inside of our minds and then we believe it. We begin to believe what is true about us. We begin to believe what is true about God. And then that, uh, that core belief begins to come out inside of our verbiage inside of our mouth right 
The Bible actually says this, is that, you know, uh, uh, when somebody is saved, they believe in their heart and they confess with their mouth. And so it's, it's the way this belief begins to operate and it begins to operate inside of our mindset first. And then it, it is confirmed through the communication that we speak. Uh, that is a powerful reality. So believing and decreeing really affects our receiving. So this is what makes uh, the word truth to us. When we read it, it's just on the page, right? It's only affirming the truth or saying that I believe this and I'm going to align myself with the truth and I'm going to begin to decree this truth over my life. And that is that I'm going to believe who God says I am and that I'm going to believe who he says he is. And I'm going to begin to affirm that truth inside of my life so I can begin to walk in the reality of that truth. So affirming the truth is really the first step inside of walking in the truth that we affirm that is actually true. Let me get, uh, give you an example real quick before we get too deep into this. And that is the Bible says that we are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Jesus said that about us. And then that is an identity statement that says who we are. Okay. Um, this is, uh, this is truth. And it's, it's actually truth in the ab absolute form uh, because it comes directly from the mouth of God. Okay. So we have this idea of truth. I, uh, we are the light and we are the salt of the earth. Okay. And once we begin to hear that, uh, for it to begin to sink in, for it to become my reality, I'm going to have to, uh, of course, consume the content. I'm going to have to read that. I'm going to have to listen to that. And I'm going to have to dig a little deeper in that as, it is, as I begin to meditate on it, as I begin to ponder it, it begins to inspire real faith inside of me. And I begin to say, wow, I am going to believe what God says about who I am. I'm going to believe that I am the light of the world and I'm going to be, believe that I am the salt of the earth. And what does that mean for me? What is the applications of that? How do I uh, let my light so shine? And, and you begin to, once you begin to accept the truth and affirm the truth, you begin to walk into the application of the truth. And it all starts first with, uh, with this sort of affirmation. So affirming the truth is the first step. So it goes like this. It goes into visualization. And that is um, you hear something or you see something and you begin to visualize it as truth, as a reality. You begin to affirm that truth to yourself. This is the truth. You begin to ponder and you begin to meditate upon that truth, okay? And that truth begins to sink down into the core of your being and you believe it from a heart belief instead of a mind belief because you have really chewed on it and pondered it and thought about the repercussions or the reality of it, okay? And that leads to meditation. So we have first visualization, we have meditation, and then it goes into application, 
And this is the process of affirmations that God wants to take us through to begin to affirm the truth, begin to visualize the truth, meditate upon the truth and begin to apply the truth. And this is the full continuum that brings the reality inside of our lives. Now, the worldly mindset leads to uh, visualization, right? Um, and of course, it doesn't follow the steps inside of this loop. So we, uh, we are told that if we just visualize something, uh, we put it on our vision board and, and we just visualize it, that it's going to somehow uh, become a reality for us. And then we, we have people that say, you know what, if you just, you could just speak things into existence. And if you want to, you know, a, a $800,000 house with five bedrooms and get, get specific and begin to call it out and begin to decree it. And that's how you get what you want. Uh, what I'm telling you here is the affirmation goes through this process, and that is that we begin to visualize the truth, we begin to meditate upon the truth, and that begins to uh, come to a form of application of the truth, and that is a fleshing out in actions that are behind the behavior. Here's the reality. I can uh, visualize a pizza being delivered to my door, and I can affirm that the pizza is coming to my door, right? But if I don't go to the third process of application, um, most likely, unless some fluke and miracle event, um, there is no pizza going to come to my door. Uh, because I didn't manifest the reality of the actions behind my affirmations and my visualizations. And so this is often the missing piece. And it happens so much. We said, God wants to do something amazing out of my life. He's going to do something amazing. You begin to visualize it. I mean, you're speaking to thousands of people and you're on a stage and, and you visualize it and, and it's a wonderful experience. And, and um, you say, God's going to do this at some future date. Well, the reality is unless we begin to take that a step further and begin to affirm the reality and begin to meditate upon what that means for you and then step into the application of how is the preparation involved in the process and what must I do begin to walk on the journey on the path that is going to lead me to my visualization. Okay, super, super important. So we see it, we believe it, and we speak it. We see it, we believe it, and we speak it. Now, when it comes to this uh, self-talk uh, that goes on inside of our mind, this is so important. I'm going to uh, thoroughly express why this is so important here in a second. But uh, our self-talk is either going to lift us up or it's going to tear us down. Now, the world gives nice fancy names for it, like the inner critic and stuff like that. But what it is, is it is a, a voice uh, that you have within you that can sway you in one way or another. So the inner critic, it sounds like uh, constantly shaming you, constantly telling you that uh, you don't have any worth or any value. And it, it comes to really um, to push you down and to destroy you. And what begins to happen is these, these thoughts begin to come and we feed them. And that is we don't recognize that it's the inner critic and it's meant to uh, kind of uh, get us to live in fear and to get us to back down from what God wants us to do. And we don't really understand what is taking place. And so instead of like being aware of what's taking place, uh, we allow the thoughts to come and we entertain them. 
What that looks like is this, is that the devil comes over for lunch, all right? And he comes down and he sits down and he has a cup of coffee with you, right? And you don't kick him out of your house and say, look, buddy, like you are not invited here and you're not welcome here. And so that what begins to happen inside of our thought life, that the inner critic comes and it sits down with us and begins to communicate all these nasty things to us about how we're unworthy and all of these different things. And, and we're, we're acting like we're friends or something. And we sit down and we allow this process to unfold, not understanding that if we begin to seek the truth, look at the truth, see the truth, begin to meditate upon the truth, decree the truth, begin to affirm to ourselves the truth, um, there's no way for this inner critic to stand. And there's no way for this inner critic to remain welcome inside of the dialogue, right? Basically, what you've done is that you, 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 you've kicked him in the rear and sit him on his merry way and said, you know what, your, your, what you are delivering, what you are speaking, what you are affirming to me is not welcome here. And I'm going to begin to affirm the truth about who I am so I can begin to rise to that, so I can begin to be established inside of that. That's what it means to decree a thing and it be established to you. So self-talk, inner critic. Inner critic is, it, 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 the only goal is to get you to fear and to get you to begin to doubt. Those are the two main things this inner critic does begin to influence our mind in a very negative fashion. And that is for what? Immobilization. So inner critic equals fear and doubt, immobilization. And this is the way the process works. We don't understand why we're, we don't have any motivations. We, we don't understand why we're not uh, in the journey and, and movement and going forward, not understanding that it is that, uh, that influence that begins to ins inspire doubt and fear that is dominating our lives and we haven't begun to affirm the truth about us to begin to walk in it. So here's the sci uh, some scientific facts about, you know, our thought process and stuff that uh, I found very, very uh, positive and informational. <clears throat> so 87, 87 to 95% of illnesses that plague us today are the result of our thought life. Okay. Now this is uh, a harsh reality. Now we think that uh, we need all these different medications and all of these pharma pharmaceuticals and all of these different things, not understanding that most of everything that people face uh, happens inside of the mind. This is why they call it mental health, but that it plagues us because a result of our thought life, and that is uh, false affirmations that we hold as true, and that is we are affirming inner critic. The inner critic is saying, you are a loser, man. Like you can't do nothing right. And we're just like this. We're affirming, right? We're affirming that to ourselves that this is, this is actually truth and reality. And if we allow this to take place, what begins to happen is that our mind begins to show us evidence of how we are stupid. Mind begins to show us evidence how, how we are unworthy and how we should be shameful and all these different things, because that is the rabbit hole we're going down. But on the contrary, if we begin to affirm the truth about us, about who we really are, this is much like a, a popper. 
uh, a prince living like a pauper, right? <clears throat> You're part of a royal family. Get this visualization for a second. You're part of a royal family. And you uh, come from uh, the king and you're a child of the king. But somehow during this process you, of life, you got separated from the king. And you don't really know who you are and you don't understand your royal lineage and you don't understand your identity and you don't understand the, the powers and everything that you have at your disposal. And so because you're unaware of who you really are, uh, you live far below your privileges. But once that pauper begins to understand who they really are and begins to affirm that truth, that truth begins to be established inside of their heart and inside of their lives. And they begin to believe different. They begin to act different. They begin to walk different. <clears throat> and their whole destiny is manifest differently. All because of what they believe and what they are affirming to yourself. Now, I think it's really important to have a positive mindset. Um, but when it comes down to it, is, is that positivity based upon the truth? And are we affirming the truth inside of our lives? So most of the uh, uh, mental illness or things come, 87% come from our thought life. Thoughts create chemicals that flood through our body. Now, this is a scientific reality. And so it's important for us to understand when we begin to entertain these negative thoughts, the inner critic, and we begin to affirm what the inner critic is saying, um, it is sending uh, the chemicals that run throughout our whole body and our mindset actually affects our overall well-being. Now, this is a scientific fact. Most everything, negative thing that is produced inside of our life comes from stress. Stress and fear, okay? And so if the inner critic can get you in one of those things, get you stressed out or get you in fear, this is going to begin to affect your entire body. It all starts up here with what we're affirming. So this part of your brain is where uh, free will and where choice and opinion come from, uh, comes from. And uh, lastly, um, I'm not sure if you've heard about placebo, but it's a very interesting effect. And that is in 2002, they, they, they discovered that placebo uh, works on uh, brains that are depressed the same way antidepressants do. <laughs> now, this is a crazy reality because we understand the power of the mind and how important it is to begin to affirm positive thoughts, right? So the person who took the placebo pill uh, had the same uh, um, benefits as those who took an antidepressant. And it had only thing to do with their mindset of what they cons were consuming because they believe that they were consuming an antidepressant and it was going to make them happy. So anytime somebody goes, you know what, I'm going to do this and it's going to have a positive effect on me, they actually experience the reality of it. What does that mean? It means they actually think themselves happy. <laughs> it doesn't mean like anything external actually changes them. And what it does mean is that what their mindset is and what they affirm to, their, to themselves is what actually makes them happy. We have to decide, are we going to affirm what is true about us? Are we going to uh, affirm our royal identity? Are we going to affirm all the things that we have?
at our disposal. <clears throat> now, in this conversation, it's super important to not affirm lies, right? We know and understand that, that, you know, from the beginning of time, um, before there was even uh, the beginning stages of evolution of some sort of religion, uh, man believed that the divine was good and it was truth, right? And the opposite and the foe they believed was falsehood and lies and deception, okay? And this is something that has been ingrained inside a man. And we know and understand it, that good is truth and evil is deception and falsehood and lies, right? So during this process of learning how to affirm what is true about us, it's super, super important that we don't lie to ourselves. Now, this is what I firmly believe that uh, the affir uh, affirmation modern day affirmation message does is it sets you up to begin to lie to yourself and you're actually not really affirming to yourself the truth in any way or fashion okay um, and when we begin to lie to ourselves our brains are a lot smarter than that now we can't affirm falsehoods to somehow make them a reality okay and our brain is going to fight and resist that because our brain knows that we are walking in self-deception and inside of falsehood, okay? Let me show you how this works. Uh, positive uh, modern day uh, uh, affirmations say, you got to affirm what is wonderful. What is like how you are so wonderful. And so for a man, it might be, affirm how you're such a wonderful husband, right? when the opposite can be true. Like there's no benefit in if you're uh, cheating on your wife and uh, hurting her and uh, have a physical violence towards her. Um, there really is no uh, affirming how wonderful of a husband you are, okay? Because the reality is it's quite the contrary. And so this is what modern day affirmation sets people up to do is begin to have these fluff statements that are not grounded in any sort of evidence and reality. And what that begins to happen is it doesn't work. Your mind knows that you are a fraud, right? So affirming these things, if it's not truth and reality is not going to bring you any kind of results. So another ones are, I love everything about, about my body, right? This is a, a popular affirmation. I just love everything about my body. Repeat it over and over. I just love everything about my body. And it's almost like, uh, some brainwashing thing that's supposed to go on. And they even have things that you listen to. I'm going to listen to this all night. And it's pow uh, powerful, positive affirmation. I am a wonderful husband, right? I love everything about my body. And these kind of affirmations, they're, they're very uh, shallow to begin with. And they're not based upon truth with the capital T, right? Because the reality is, is that I may not love everything about my body. Right? And no amount of affirming that I love everything about my body is going to change my perspective. It's only going to dig me deeper into fraud, into falsehood. And so, um, um, understanding this, don't lie to yourself. Don't go down the path of these false affirmations that, uh, that are just not true. 
Uh, I'm extremely wealthy when you're not. I'm extremely fit when you're 100 pounds overweight. I have a lot of energy when you don't. Everybody loves me when people can't stand you. You get what I'm you get what I'm saying. I'm at peace with everything when you're filled with uh, turmoil and chaos and your relationships are falling apart. These are not affirmations that are anywhere close to reality. I have a wonderful, wonderful, fulfilling job. When you dread going every single day and it's like you hate your life because of it. Okay, and lastly, I radiate love and goodness and I am one with the universe, right? When it's not really the case. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? So no affirming falsehood is going to <clears throat> benefit you in any way. It's only beginning to affirm truth with a capital T that begins to manifest uh, what we are actually looking for. So times to use an affirmation. An affirmation is meant to encourage you, uplift you, and support you. And it's meant for you to get a, a get a glimpse and get a vision of what God has for you and begin to believe that, decree that, so it can be established inside of your life. So, affirmations are really important when you're feeling down. And that is you begin to decree and speak the truth over your life when you are feeling down. When you are feeling fearful. When fear begins to step in, you begin to affirm yourself, who you actually are, who God says you are. When you are facing uncertainty, when you are trying something new, you're trying to manage your anger, uh, maybe in the morning before you face the day, if you know that you're going to uh, face difficult situations, you begin to affirm yourself the truth. And maybe it's before you do something that you're actually very scared of doing. Right. And so you're scared of doing it. You begin to get filled with fear and doubt begins to set in. You begin to affirm yours to yourself what is true about who you are and what you have. 